Matt Schau from Jared Smoll of DraftSharks.com here to define auction for you. What is auction fantasy football? Jared, uh, you know, for starters, it's probably exactly what people think yep. auction is. You're you're probably familiar, even if you don't know it for fantasy, you probably know auctions in real life. It's where you have something up for bidding. You have a bunch of people bidding on it and whoever bids the most gets it. Yeah, it's just a different way to disperse players to pick your fantasy roster, right? Everything is going to be the same as a redraft league in terms of starting lineups and scoring and how the season works. Auction is just a different way to build your team at the start of the season. Yeah, auction almost exclusively refers to the draft. You'll find some variations, but almost always auction or salary cap, as many people call it at this point, refers to the draft that starts that league season. Now, the big difference between an auction draft and a regular fantasy draft where people are picking is just that. People are taking turns picking players in a snake draft or whatever style format that is. In an auction, you have a shot at every player. You can't get every player because you have a finite amount of money to spend on it, but you can get any player you want. Yep. This is the format where if you want to have Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup on the same team, you can do that. If you don't want anybody from round one, if you just want to collect everybody in round three, you can do that. So that is the cool aspect of this. It, it adds strategy, but it also adds, um, it, it adds flexibility. Mm -hmm. It gives you lots of different ways to build the team how you want to. And that's more unpredictability, right? Like if you're, if you're doing 10 drafts and you're picking from the 10 spot on all of them, your teams are going to end up looking kind of similar, at least early on, because you just only have a shot at certain players, but an auction, like you said, you can kind of build your team, However you want. So I think, you know, starting off, the, the first thing to think about with an auction is your starting budget, bankroll, salary cap. I think there's a lot of terms for it, but you're going to mm -hmm. get a set number of usually fake dollars, right, to spend on these players during the auction. You only get that amount of dollars to build your team. So you need to budget it out wisely throughout your auction. Yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of a live draft where everybody has actual dollars, That'd though. And when you get the player, <laughs> you have to fork over yeah. $58 for, you know, Christian McCaffrey or whatever. Because if you're holding that smaller stack, it's probably <laughs> going to drive it home. But yes, as you said, it's usually imaginary dollars. You start out with this amount. You have to fill out a roster. The specifics of that are going to depend quite a bit on your particular league. Um, but often you start out with 200 imaginary dollars. You have to fill out a roster of something like 16 to 20 players. So... You know, clearly the specifics there are going to determine exactly what makes sense for spending for each player. But what you need to do is go in with a plan for how much to spend at each position, because everything that you do different from that plan as the draft goes is going to affect what yep. you have available everywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. So then how auction is going to work is, you know, in, in a redraft, we take turns picking players. In an auction, we're generally going to take turns just nominating or posting players for a bid. So I'm first. I nominate Saquon Barkley for bid. Everyone at that point has a chance to bid on Saquon Barkley. Highest bidder wins. Then it would be Matt's turn to nominate a player. Then it would be Rick's turn to nominate a player. You go around the room that way. So that's kind of how the auction functions. Yep. Most commonly, it goes one at a time like that. You also do have slow auctions where you can have multiple players on the board at the same time. You know. The draw of doing a slow auction is you can do it over time. Maybe you don't have a block where everybody can be there for four hours because a live auction takes a while. You have to make sure it takes it takes almost as long as a round of golf, Jared, to, <laughs> to use an analogy that, that people might be familiar with here. You definitely need a time commitment. So maybe you don't have that amount of time. Maybe you do a slow draft. In that case, you often have 
a player posted per team, at least. Maybe it's even two per team, but you have a certain number of players up there. You might enter your bid there and they have a certain clock for each player. And then at the end of the clock, the highest bidder wins. So it's still the same outcome. It's still the same ultimate way right. of doing it. Um, you put a player up on the block. Everybody has a shot to bid. Highest bidder wins. You keep doing this. You keep repeating it. Whatever the posting way is, you keep going until everybody has a full roster. And usually you get to the end of the draft and you have everybody paying a dollar per player. And then there's just no bidding. People are like, right, I get this guy. I get this guy. You still have to take turns. That's just the process for it. If you did it right, you don't want to be a guy that's uh, you know left with $20 and everyone else in your league has nothing because you yeah. did it wrong. But that's uh, you, can't, you kind of live and you learn with auctions. Yeah. It definitely takes practice. The more dollars you leave your draft with, the more you did it wrong, for <laughs> sure. The bidding process you know, is part of what we were just talking about. But it, it's just what you would think. A player gets put up. He starts with some amount of money. The next person, usually they go up in dollar increments. If you want to move things along, you can say, all right, $27 for Saquon Barkley, because I know he's going to be higher than that. So you push it up until, you know, people are done pushing. And then once the last bid is made, that person gets it. Yeah, and if you're doing an auction online, which most ten, tend to be, you know, you'll, you'll have the computer system kind of handling this for you. If you're doing it live, you'll definitely need to come up with a system for, you know, how you're going to determine, uh, you know, when a player is officially one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, usually there will be a clock because you can't just be sitting there while everybody's uh, determining what they're going to do. And you want to be careful not to push up a player just because uh, just because you you want your league mate to pay more for that player. You want to make sure that you would actually like to get a player mm -hmm. if you're going to make yourself the highest bidder. And, you know, we can get more into that strategy. Obviously, we, we, we said there's lots of strategy involved in auctions. We've got a whole article on the DraftSharks University section of DraftSharks.com about that. So if you do want to learn about bidding strategy, about posting strategy and all that, check that article out. Jared, What's what's the point of an auction? Why do that instead of the kind of draft that everybody's familiar with who plays fantasy? I think it's just the strategy involved, right? Again, you have you have more ways to build your team in an auction. I think the example you gave is perfect. If, I, if I'm in a redraft and I pull pick 10, I know I'm not getting Justin Jefferson. That, that's it. I have no chance to get him. But in an auction, I can get Justin Jefferson if I'm willing to pay the most for him. So it's definitely a more, um, just a more strategic way to build your fantasy roster. That's fair. I mean, why should I not get a shot at Justin Jefferson just because I happened probably through some randomizer yep. to get the eighth pick? Why should I not get to have Justin Jefferson? Obviously you're still going to have him on only one team in the league, but everybody gets a chance to say, I don't think he's worth that. Or I do think he's worth that. And then build from there. So it's more fun. It's more fair. Uh, if you haven't played an auction, I definitely recommend trying one out to at least see. Maybe you're like, oh, this is tedious and I don't want to draft like this. That's fine. But I think you're probably going to enjoy it if you've stuck around to watch this video about it. <laughs> For sure. If you want to learn more about the auction format and strategies that you can apply to win, check the DraftSharks University section on DraftSharks.com right now. <laughs>